Hi everyone. The book I've chosen this week is How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big by Scott Adams. The author clarifies in the beginning that he's a professional simplifier and he gives the readers a solid reason to believe that making comics is a process by which you strip out the unnecessary noise from a situation until all that is left is just the true core and he's performed the trick for decades as a creator of the Dilbert comic strip. He also wants his readers to believe that our mind is like a computer that we can program. Like the title suggests, he gives multiple examples from his professional and personal life where he faced failures, but what is interesting is the relationship is cultivated with failure. In his own words, failure is where success likes to hide in plain sight. The trick is to get the good stuff out. I've long seen failure as a tool, not as an outcome. What he implies is that success is entirely accessible even if you happen to be a huge screw up 95% of the time. He makes a provocative point that goals are for losers and urges readers to depend on systems instead. This system versus goals model can be applied to most human endeavors. In the world of dieting, losing 20 pounds is a goal, but eating right is a system. In the realm of exercise, running a marathon in under 4 hours is a goal, but exercising daily is a system. You do something every day, it's a system. You're waiting to achieve it someday in future, it's a goal. The book also introduces a powerful concept of deciding versus wanting. The difference is that when you decide, you take action, whereas wishing starts in the mind and generally stays there. Also, when you decide, it means you acknowledge the price and you're willing to pay. The price might be sacrificing your personal life to get good grades in school, pursuing a college major that is difficult but lucrative, or taking business risks that might yield high rewards. Successful people don't wish for success, they decide to pursue it. And on this journey to success, the author points out that you will find yourself continually trying to balance your own needs with the needs of others. You will always wonder if you're being too selfish or not selfish enough. And in his inimitable style, he states that there are three kinds of people in the world, selfish, stupid, and burden on others. Your best option is to be selfish because being stupid or a burden on society won't help anyone. Society hopes you will handle your selfishness with some grace and compassion. And if you do selfishness right, you automatically become a net benefit to a society. He argues that most successful people give more than they personally consume in form of taxes, charity, job creation, and so on. The author highlights that the most important form of selfishness involves spending time on your fitness, eating right, pursuing your career, and still spending quality time with your family and friends. He warns that if you neglect your health or career, you slip into the second category, that is stupid, which is a short slide to becoming a burden on this society. Scott also lays out what he calls the success formula, that is every skill you acquire doubles your odds of success. The other thing that he says is that good plus good is greater than excellent. Drawing from his own experience as creator of Dilbert, he says that success-wise, you're better off being good at two complementary skills than being excellent at one. My combined mediocre skills are worth far more than the sum of the parts, he proclaims. 
there are so many things that this book touches upon from serious stuff like the power of affirmations to why knowledge of psychology is the purest form of power or how sense of humor can compensate for a lot of other shortcomings in one's looks and personality or how tolerance for risk is linked with success on the other hand it also covers very tactical yet very useful stuff like the rules of grammar and the right usage of i versus me in a sentence or how to ask a favor or why we should say thank you more often or even how sitting in the right posture affects our mood and productivity you might agree with some and disagree with few things but there's never a dull moment in this book scott strongly advocates that the only reasonable goal in life is maximizing your total lifetime experience of happiness interestingly he points out that happiness has more to do with where you're heading than where you are a person who is worth 2 billion dollars will feel sad if he suddenly loses 1 billion because he's moving in the wrong direction even if the change has no impact on his ability to buy what he wants but a street person will celebrate discovering a new dumpster behind an upscale restaurant because it means good eating ahead we tend to feel happy when things are moving in the right direction and unhappy when things are trending bad this directional nature of happiness is one reason it's a good idea to have a sport or a hobby that leaves you plenty of room to improve every year the next important thing to remember about happiness is that it's not a mystery of the mind and it's not magic happiness is the natural state for most people when they feel healthy have flexible schedules and expect the future to be good i would love to end this review with my favorite passage from the book the author writes i find it helpful to see the world as a slot machine that doesn't ask you to put money in all it asks is your time focus and energy to pull the handle over and over a normal slot machine that requires money will bankrupt any player in the long run but the machine that has rare yet certain payoffs and asks for no money up front is a guaranteed winner if you have what it takes to keep yanking till you get lucky in that environment you can fail 99% of the time while knowing success is guaranteed all you need to do is stay in the game long enough now isn't that a wonderful thought if you haven't read this yet then please give it a try there's so many lessons in there and all delivered in the signature scott adams fashion with humor that instigates introspection if you like this episode then please subscribe to my podcast for more recommendations and conversations happy reading to you